Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Girls Interrupted. Thank you so much for listening to our show and please remember to follow us on all of our social media, which can be found in the description box below. Um, If you like what you hear, uh, we really need your help. Please remember to comment, review, share, and subscribe to our show. That would really help us a lot with getting our feet off the ground. Okay, enough of all that. Let's talk movies. Interrupted. We are two girls who are not interrupted right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm Shannon. I'm Annie. And um, we are going to have our discussion. What we do is we have weekly discussions about um, movies that we choose from a certain category. And we are coastal best friends. Mm-hmm. I am in Houston. And I am in Los Angeles. Can I claim that I'm coastal? Because I know they usually save that for like LA, for New York, I mean. That's what they call by being by coastal, but Houston I, has a coast. Yeah. Galveston, I, I'm not gonna. I, You're not gonna fight me. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> well, if anyone else wants to fight me, square up. He's <laughs> done. Um, we just wanted to say thank you before we get started. Thank you to everyone who listened to our first episode. Sorry if I have um, noise issues on my end. It could just be that I'm nasally, or I just have bought the wrong cheap microphones from Amazon and I don't really know what I'm doing yet but thank you for all your advice and everything and we even have some some people who want to who've reached out to want to be on our show so that's really great that we have some guests coming up yeah thank you for listening thank you everyone's been so nice um you can talk to us on email um instagram facebook right is facebook up yet uh no but it will be by <laughs> tumblr twitter yeah um i'm working on the youtube and uh the the username is going to be the same across all um the email as well is going to be gmail gmail uh it's g-r-l-s-i-n-t-e-r-r-u-p-t-d if you're wondering why there's vowels missing it's because people got there before us and took those vowels which is sad um <laughs> but we carry on. That's what we do. We carry on. <laughs> so our category this week was movies about the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And Annie chose Seeking a Friend for the End of the World yes, with uh, Steve Carell and Kira Knightley. Mm-hmm. And I chose The Girl with All the Gifts um, starring, I don't know if it's Gemma or Gemma. I'm going to say Gemma. Yeah, Gemma Arterton, Sinia Nanua, and Glenn Close. Ah, uh, yes. Glenn Close. Dalmatians. <laughs> um I went first last week. Oh, Annie, yeah. do, do you want to go first this week? I actually think prepared? I should go first just because, like, I mean, I don't, I know we're not, like, comparing anymore, but holy shit, your movie, Shannon, like, <laughs> damn. The tone, like, that one should the go tones second. are so different. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I will give you the floor. Do you need me to read anything? Um, no, I got it. Okay. All right. So. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World uh, was written and directed by Lorene Scafaria. Uh, and this was her first movie. Wikipedia I saw that she uh, she wrote Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, Did you see that? Oh, 
Oh, maybe it meant her di- directorial debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, just the writing. But um, that was a book. I don't think she wrote the book, but it kind of matches with this story about how it's like a long first date. Kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. I really, I really, li- I like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's cute. It was made in 2012, uh, starring Steve Carell and Kira Knightley, as Shannon said. It got a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, which uh, now I, you were bummed last week about your rating. Right? Well, I'm, con- like, I'm convinced that Rotten Tomatoes is not our, what's that? Demographic. Yeah, thank you. Demographic. We are not their demographic, so I yeah. will probably never agree with them. I said it so their- sassily because I imagine they're probably just white men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oldies. So not even like Oldies. fun white men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like just like snooty ones. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it, the budget was 10 million dollars and it made 9.6 million at the box office which you know i don't remember this going to the box office do you yeah i do i I remember remember, but it was it was i think i want to say it was at like movies like the angelica and dallas and stuff okay so the indie okay yeah i I think so because i mean it is more of an indie movie wouldn't you say Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. um i saw it on a plane the first time (laughs) to be honest like that sounds right. That sounds yeah. like where you would see Poor it. Steve Carell, I mean, like, to be honest, it, like, I did, I was like, meh, I don't really want it. Like, I wasn't like, yeah. oh, I need to see this, but it was really good. Like, I liked it. Yeah. I remember watching it once on Netflix, I'm sure. I think it was around the time when I binge-watched All of The Office, which everyone's doing right now, but I've, like, forgotten what's happening in the show. But Yeah, same. That, it was definitely that era when I went back and watched it, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. How do you feel about Keira Knightley? I want to say, we should... We should uh, record your uh, Kira Knightley face. Oh my god! <laughs> and post it on <laughs> on our on our wait. What did I you always? What did I? What did I say though? You said, "Where's my sword?" Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Are Although you- I can't record it because I have a oh, yeah. headphones okay. in, so just That's the fine. face. But you can say, "Where's my sword?" for the listeners. Okay. Where's my sword? <laughs> you have to do the teeth. There we go. <laughs> I have to get the. Where's Where's my sword? Like she just does this weird thing with her mouth in Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, um, she does. Like she wasn't. She, she wasn't really doing it in this movie. No, I'm still she doing kept her it. Mouth down. Still doing it. <laughs> um, she's cute though. She's cute. She's a. Ad- I uh, wait. Do we want to um, do the plot first and then jump into Kira? Or yeah, sure. You can give like a tiny plot before we get just a little teaser. Oh, we didn't say that. Um, oh this yeah, is this not is not a, spoiler free. This is not spoiler free. Watch the movies before you see it. Um, last episode, you shouldn't have been too mad if you got some spoilers because both of those movies are over 20 years old, but, uh, yeah, so fuck you. These, <laughs> these, <laughs> these are still a bit young, right? Seeking a friend for the end of the world is on Netflix if mm-hmm. you need to see it. Um, so yeah, just stop right now go watch it and then come back. Um, stop, collaborate and listen. <laughs> um, so if the movie opens, and we see a news report um, that an incoming asteroid is uh, like coming towards Earth, and it's going to hit in three weeks, is what the the dude on the radio says. And mm-hmm. while this announcement is being made, Steve Carell's wife, who's they're sitting in a car uh, listening to this news broadcast, and she just like looks at him and then bolts which is like the saddest moment so so she was like oh my god the world's gonna end bye (laughs) um oh he said something later that like breaks my heart it was like he was afraid of dying alone that's why he got married uh, 
I know. And then she left. And then she left him. So sad. Um, so everyone goes crazy. Like it's kind of like Mardi Gras on steroids. Like, like, <laughs> it, like people are having orgy parties and like doing drugs. Like there's one, there's one party scene, um, where Dodge, which is uh, Steve Carell, goes and uh, Connie Britton's there. I love Connie Britton. You love Connie Britton too, right? <laughs> Jan? She is, what is she from? Friday Night Lights. I'm ashamed to her? know you. She's Texan. in something else. She's in like a movie. The Redhead, right? Yes, the wife. but she's in Friday Night Lights. She's the mom and you, you don't, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I think it's because I blocked out Julie so much that it like spread to her mom. Oh, you know that's Julie? Fair, yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I also haven't seen Friday Night Lights in like six years. Yeah, so same. Bad. But still. I go back. But I was going to say, like, the this apocalypse is, like, very bureaucratic. Like, there's, like, flyers for, I don't know, your services. He, like, goes to work and is still doing insurance calls. Mm-hmm. There's, like, there's traffic. People are still going to the gym. Like, Which, honestly, really like, that's kind of real, don't you think? Like, don't you think I everybody mean, would kind yes. of be like, uh. We, we just got news on Twitter about the serious strikes. I mean, the apocalypse could be happening today. Right. Uh... And I'm afraid for our lives, but uh, let's let's go back to the happy. Let's go back Sorry. to the movie. <laughs> let's go back to the the happy apocalypse. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So the party, the heroin the, party, the heroin party. Uh, like Connie Britton, like like oh 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 yeah. That that's what all I was gonna say. It was someone at the party that Dodge goes to. I I just chuckled when they were like, "Hey, anybody want to do heroin?" Like <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> My mom watched it. My mom walked in when I was watching that. She was like, what are you watching? What are you watching? <laughs> um, no, just like casual suburban heroin So, like, parties. Dodge, who he's just like not really about this party. Yeah. Like, he's just reacting to the world ending in a completely different way than everybody else. So he goes and hides in the bathtub and Connie Britton, like, tries to get it on. Yeah. And then, well, can we talk about that lady that um, he was going to, that she, like, wanted to hook him up with? Oh, yes. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Please do. So she was like, she was, she, like, you, like, see her and she's, like, so decadent. She has, like, a, a fur on. She looks like uh, the beginning of Breakfast at Tiffany's at one of their parties where she's got, like, mm-hmm. her fur, her, I don't know, her lots of jewelry and everything. And she's like, I'm wearing everything I never got to wear. And I just wrote down, I am Karen today. Her name's Karen. <laughs> like, That's, That's so me funny. every day. That's how I dress. Um, but she, I, I recognize her face. So she is, um. Her name is Melanie Linsky. She's an, an actress from New Zealand, and she's in one of my favorite movies, which I've never talked about, Detroit Rock City, never which is like about, it. yeah, it's about like four boys um, who are trying to go to a Kiss concert. <laughs> and then she's also in But I'm a Cheerleader. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in that one too. So she's one of the, the, the inmates in But I'm a Cheerleader. We'll talk about both those movies at another time. Go ahead, Ed. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. Um <clears throat> Sorry, I was taking a bite of a burger. I, I wrote down, make Annie do the Kira Knightley face. <laughs> <laughs> then I Check. Did it. Done. Okay. Check and done. Um, so, where was I? Oh, uh, he's hiding in the bathtub because he's like, I don't like this party. I don't want to do heroin. And <laughs> Connie Britton tries to get it on with him. Um mm. Even though she had just asked him, she was like, so you don't like my friend? And he was like, no. <laughs> and then she, like, pounced on him. And then she... She she makes sense, though. Like, the world's ending. Yeah. If you're into it, go for it, you know? Oh, yeah. No, totally. But he just... He can also, like, not be into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> he was... Yeah. He was depressed. He wanted to be alone. Um, 
So then he leaves because, you know, she gets all butt hurt that he doesn't want to fuck her. And he goes home and wait, does he go home? Yes. He goes home. Yeah. Um, Are they in uh, New York? Yes, they're in New York. Starts in New York. Um, And he sees Penny, who's played by Keira Knightley, crying on the fire escape outside his window. Um, He opens his window and he's just like, are you okay? And she's like, no. And I, I wrote down at some point, I was like, oh my God, I'm Keira Knightley. There are so many points in this. Like, like at this, like at this part when she was like so upset because she missed her plane. To get home to see her family because she was, like, Uh, 10 minutes late because she was, like, with this lame dude. I was, like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Read me. Like, like I've been – like, I've missed so many She's very relatable. I feel like they try to play her up like a a pixie manic dream girl. But with, like, real problems. Yeah. Like, it's, like – She tells the line. She's kind of a trope, but, like, also – Oh, totally. There's – Totally relatable moments from her, though. Yeah. Oh, the, the yeah. No, I have. I have my problems. I. I was gonna wait. <laughs> oh, sure. Sorry. Oh no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. Um, rewind. Rewind. Um. Let's see. Well, wait. What was next? My next note is uh, Grizzly Adam Brody. That's my next thing. Oh yeah. So we find out. Um. Grizzly well, Adam wait, Brody. Hold on. No, 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 no. We, <laughs> um, so um, <laughs> after they meet, like, he, is, he like, calms her down. They, she stays the night, but they sleep on the couch. Like, they just fall asleep watching sports or something. Hey, hey, and Kira mm-hmm. Knightley. He finds out that she just broke up with a boy, her boyfriend, too. Um, and she was like, now I'm, like, all alone. So these two lonely people spend uh, overnight together. And I thought that was really sweet. But then he, like, takes her home. And he decides to go and... Guggle, guzzle like cough syrup and window cleaner as so he's huh? like i'm gonna kill himself do you not remember that part he gets oh like God. really down and then he wakes up in a park with a note on his sweater saying sorry and uh a dog tethered to his person oh that's where he gets <laughs> yeah, the dog yeah uh-huh. did you like go to the bathroom during that part or something i must have like whacked out <laughs> Um, yeah, so he calls the dog sorry, and I just Aww. was like, "Oh my god, who wouldn't like just keep your dog? Just keep your dog. You only have three weeks left. That's so mean." I know um, it's a really cute dog. I mean, a dog should bring you the most comfort, right? At this time. Right. Well, it certainly brings Dodgy comfort. Um, and then, Dodge is a cool name. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! So he goes through the old this old mail that Penny gave him. Uh, I forgot to say that she gives him like this sack of old mail. Cause he walks her back to her own apartment <clears throat> and she was like, this was accidentally yeah. um, delivered to, to me. Sorry. Here you go. And he's going through the old mail and there's like this three month old letter from this chick, Olivia, who is like the love of his life. I think like high school sw- sweethearts, another old white man who can't let it go of his first love. Like, uh, let, it let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Hey, fucking man. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> though, that's not, I'm not going to get nasty because that's not part of the movie. Um, <clears throat> but then he gets mad at Penny. And, oh, 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 oh. Then a riot breaks out because mm-hmm. that's what all, that's what would also happen. People would be like, let me go nuts. And they start rioting and being violent. And, um, so they get out of there and yeah, Adam Brody comes in because Dodge is like, we have to go get Penny and then we're going to get out of the way of these and writers. And he looks so he looks cute so with cute. this beard. Ah! 
He's <laughs> I, he was such a pleasant surprise. I forgot he was in this. <laughs> um, Adam Brody, we love you. Um, yes. And but he's he just calls, like a, uh, Steve Carell, Mr. Job. Yeah, like he like immediately Mr. thinks Job. that that's Penny is fucking uh, Steve Carell, which is just like okay. Um, and um, he's just lame. And yeah. he eventually, so they, she eventually leaves him, which is great. She they they flee her apartment before she leaves him, and uh, she's like, "Oh my god, my records!" And she like grabs her records. So like, what would you save um, if the if a riot's come? If the end of the world is happening, you have to leave your apartment. What are you gonna save? Uh, my pets. Okay, yeah, speaks. And then anything material? Um, that I actually do have a box of like. Air, family heirlooms and stuff and just like cool things from like my travels and stuff it's just a little Aww. box i would just grab it i know right where it is is that your your pot box no no it's like an actual <laughs> like cardboard like it's like ah. a box, box yeah so cute yeah how about I you think, i think i would save the Wiz album that tari and amy got me do you oh. remember that they got me that for one christmas my records yeah i'd have to save a few of my records too <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is deep in thought. I'm like thinking about it. No, I'm over it. Okay. Yeah. So they leave Adam Brody. Um, they leave because he, he says something insulting. I can't remember exactly what, but he, but yeah. Um, well, he's like, he's like making fun of her when she's like trying to, Oh, uh, to get out of the parallel parking to, to D parallel park, which is a stressful situation as it is. And a ride is impending on oh, me. Like I wrote, I, I wrote, Can you not? I, I was like, I wrote, I don't know at what point I wrote this down, but I was like, he used you as a human shield, Penny. He did. Oh, yeah. They were fighting. They were, um, he's like, I they love were- you. I want to take care of you. And then he, like, hides behind her when there's bullets. Yeah. Like, nuts. So. It, it, it could have been a funny movie with Adam Brody in the car, is all I'm saying. He could have been. <laughs> it could have been a comedy with Adam Brody. I could have. I can agree with it, yeah. <laughs> but we lose um, him. So Next. they drive and it's actually not even that long uh but uh they like uh talk about how dodge wants to see olivia the lady who wrote it in the letter and uh penny wants to get home to england and uh dodge tells her that he knows someone with a plane and then Mm -hmm. they run out of gas um i thought he was lying i thought he was lying what I thought he was lying. Oh yeah, Steve Carell. He did. He did. His face. I is think you're supposed to think that. Yeah. Shifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then they run out of gas and they try to hitchhike because they see a truck and this dude. I won't talk about this too long, but this dude, the suicide guy, he yeah. like picks him up and like has a shovel in the back seat and like. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Like at first, you think it's a murderer because he's got like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of he's scary vibes, blah, 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 blah. But then he like he basically thinks that Dodge is a man uh, that he hired to kill him. Like the man he hired the man to kill himself. Um, Isn't that a crazy business model? Because if it's the apocalypse, what are you going to do with that money anyway? Right. Oh, what, yeah. We're on a barter system. Like, what does this mean? That's a good point, Shan. I didn't think of that. Thank you, dear. I was just thinking, so they, like, why wouldn't you just want to wait? Three, like, you're going to die in three weeks. Just wait. I guess they don't want to be hit with asteroids, which is also understandable. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think it would be like the end of this movie. Big, you're like, big white light, you're huh? out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the impact of an aster- asteroid. Like, it, it may not hit you. Yeah. 
That's all I'm asking of the universe. Like is for an asteroid to hit you. <laughs> no, no, like make it quick. Like I want a quick death. Okay, okay. Like asteroid. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's see anyway. This topic. Next. <laughs> um. So then, the, oh, oh, and then this this out of nowhere, a bullet comes in and hits this guy in the face when he's like saying to Dodge, like "Kill me, kill me, kill me," and um, Dodge is like, "I don't know that what the fuck you're aim. talking about." Yeah, yeah good. Uh, well, yeah, sniper man. Um, that was good aim. I'm glad he didn't get Steve by accident. Like. I guess he had a picture of Yeah, probably a picture. Probably a peck. And then they bury him, and they take his with car. With the keys <laughs> with, in his pocket. With the keys. That was funny. In that was pocket, also something that I would do. It. That was also something yeah. that I would do. <laughs> Dumb Annie. I'm kind of a do-to-do. Um, <laughs> and um, so then they drive to Friendly's. Was that, I was loved that, it. I loved Friendlies too. It was something like that. Frenzies or Friendlies. And, and Gillian friendlies. Jacobs was in it. Do you like Gillian Jacobs? Is that the girl from Love? Yes, from Love yes, and Community. I was she like, looks so cute yeah. with her blonde hair. Yeah. And I've never ever seen her so peppy in a role. <laughs> she was so funny. I know she doesn't really smile, does she? No, yeah. It was, yeah <laughs> she's usually very sarcastic and dry. But yeah. <laughs> I was like, she oh was my god, look cute. at Gillian. Little baby girl. <laughs> um, and. Ooh, I, like, I like yeah go ahead go ahead no you go it ahead. was like there she was like I smell weed she's like bye I was like yes kind of Annie <laughs> me <laughs> also maybe that's why I picked this movie I love I really resonated with Kira Knightley's character um, um and so then they go to I'm breezing through this am I going too fast am I no too sure much? do your thing um they go to they have their fun at friendlies and oh and then they fuck they fuck what? i forgot to say that they fuck in the car okay. after friendlies okay i passed which out. is like they did Ooh. i thought yeah. their first kiss was later uh-uh no so who initiated it she did she climbs on top of him in the passenger seat it's real hot uh, um so is it hot and then what is it hot i like it when girls take control Oh, okay. What she does is hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they go to... Where was I? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'm all flustered. It's okay. I, I, like, blacked out in my own movie. There's some parts I'm like, what happened? <laughs> like, okay. It was so good, though. Um, okay. <clears throat> so then they go to an ex-boyfriend of Penny's because I guess she yeah. knows that he's going to have, like... A survival. Yes. He was so prepared. Yeah, he was very handsome too. That actor was. Um He was. They had weird chemistry though. They had yeah, he was kind of like domineering. Is that the right word? Yeah. I don't very see much. what she saw in him or what he saw in her. I wrote down so say he's like super buff and like controlling and blah blah blah. I wrote down like uh this is like when you like date a buff guy from like tinder or okay cupid or something you know the guys who like post abs as their picture and then like you're just like why do you like me i'm like squishy and i like (laughs) right or like i like indie movies i'm always indoors why do you like me we have nothing in common we have nothing in common (laughs) because they're basic um they're just like female date me oh yeah Um, i guess (laughs) girl um you girl me man and he even gets creepy. So they go into this bunker that Speck has, and 
it's it's super bro out. yeah yeah it's super yeah. bro they've got like video games but they also have like a lot of food a lot of guns which is what oh, steve carell like, says he's like you have a lot of guns and potato chips <laughs> <laughs> i liked that I line something. i yeah. giggled um <laughs> i do love steve carell i'm uh, sorry i didn't trapped in a hole with <laughs> bros playing Fortnite or whatever yeah. sounds terrible oh. what would you have in your dream bunker oh i would play video games I would want games you play and Fortnite the whole time. Movies uh, and movies. lots of weed. I would want all the weed in the rest of the world. I want an <laughs> icy machine. What? An icy machine. The the white oh, cherry icy. icy machine from Ooh. the AMC theaters because the red cherry stains your lips, you know? So it has to be white cherry. Um I want like a trampoline, uh shag carpeting. Um paint. <laughs> Right? I want, like, paint and, uh... <coughs> oh, yeah, paints and, like, arts and crafts books. Yeah. <laughs> I need a section. Books. Audible. Because I'll still In, be lazy. Incense when I'm- <laughs> and, and bath salts. Even when, like, the apocalypse, I still need someone to read to me. So, the, the audio version, please. Thank you. Yes, audiobooks. <laughs> audiobooks. <laughs> um, Carry on, Bear. Carry on. And... Um, Egyptian oh, cotton. Oh, oh, they go... They I, I remember why now. They go to Specs because... He has a phone, and she knows that, mm-hmm. uh, or assumes mm-hmm. that. And she gets to talk. So Penny, while Dodge is, like, having to talk to these bros, Penny is talking to her family, and it's very, I thought it was so, like. No, that breaks my heart. It yeah. broke. I, I cried. Like, because can, can you imagine, like, being across an ocean and the world's going to, no. like, yeah. Well, uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I did think of you. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, what if, like, the world and world standard was over there? Like, she'd stop, have to call stop. me. I'm sorry. I'm going to cry now. Uh, well, I was in London. Or what about when we were in Paris studying abroad? I know. Like, that could have been us. It just really got me. <laughs> um, but so then they leave. Uh, Speck does. Um, He's like, I should have married you. Yeah. He gets all Why? possessive and is like, I want you back here in the car I, I that like would be so creepy like, like she was the only girl in like a room full of guys I know I felt nervous guys. for her oh and how, he, how he was like how she's like a prime female weird, yeah, yeah, like, yeah he, he was like that. insinuating they were gonna restart Breed humanity her? with her I was like fuck this shit Mm-mm. you don't you wanna marry like, guys like that ladies yeah no no no, no. or guys and you then they, they have like a fleet of mini cars which I found funny and smart so yeah, he oh, gives smart her whatever cars, smart, smart cars. cars. I call them mini cars. Smart um, cars. You're right. <laughs> mini car. Mini Cooper. Um, and they drive to um, Dodge's dad's house, who he kind of reveals that he doesn't really have a relationship with his family. He kind of like doesn't like his dad, but then he takes her to his father's house. He ha- he like has a really sweet moment of closure with his dad, but it's, it was I actually really liked that. I thought it was like just enough because did, mm-hmm. I didn't want them to like totally reunite because like yeah. shitty parents deserve to be seen as shitty. There's not enough of that, I don't think. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they they like speed it up too because it was a montage, right? What do you mean? It was like a music montage. They like sped it up. It's like them cooking. Them. I mean, they oh, have a you talk. mean when they got to that house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a little talk, and then there's, like, the montage of them having fun and playing the harmonica. Oh, yes. I did skip over that. So, yeah, they get really close. That's before Speck's house, I think. Or right just after. 
is Spectre That's Olivia's then? house. So sorry, I skipped a part. So then they get make it to Olivia's house after they see Spec. And um she's not there. And um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm oh no, you're good, you're good. And she's not there, but they oh, find a foreign right, address. Right. But they do spend the night in the house and like get really close. Oh, yeah. They like listen to records and oh this is Shannon, I thought I was like, and then this scene, Kira Knightley is Shannon, like with like the records and like the pasta as the last meal. <laughs> Kind and of he's deal. Like, oh, I was like, tomato sauce. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and and You're red exotic. wine. I was like, this you is gotta shit. have a tomato sauce. Yeah, they loved red wine in this uh, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I wrote down the bedroom that Dodge sleeps in is very me because it was like a giant Misfits poster and then like floral yeah. wallpaper. I was like, yes. So you're Olivia. Yes. yes. No, because Dodge. Yeah, I'm Olivia. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh dear. Should I pause them? Oh, and then she, like, goes through the, the yearbooks. And I was, like, thinking about, like, how do they... Well, it's, like, fascinating how they, like, make the actors me. look like they're in old pictures and movies. You know? Like, I mean, they, like, superimposed his head into a, <laughs> a yearbook. I when they do that. <laughs> What'd you say? That's usually really funny and, like, intricate. And that'd be a cool job, like, making baby pictures and, like, high school pictures. Right? And the actors in the movie. That would be a fun yeah. job. Hmm. Who does that job? Set design, I guess. At us. Um, tell us about your life. Um, Girls interrupted. No I, no E. So then they go to, they leave, oh, oh, oh. So then Penny finds, um, Olivia's forwarded, forwarded, she, he finds where Olivia is. She finds where Olivia is, like the forwarded address or whatever. Mm-hmm. And because Steve Carell was, he was bummed that Olivia wasn't there, even though he had this great time with Kira. And you could tell Kira's like, oh no, I don't wanna, I don't mm-hmm. wanna tell him about this lady. Cause like, she's kind of fallen for him. Um, we can kind of tell that. And, uh, but she does cause she's got a heart of gold. I, I really like her character. Um, yeah, oh, sweet. that's what I was going to, uh, that's what I was waiting to talk about in that scene. Sorry, audience. We're going back all over the place. Um, we do what we want. We do what we want. Um, in that scene uh, with the pasta and the wine and when they're talking and stuff, I had a problem that her whole, like, life dream was, like, about a man in marriage. That's what my big pro- – I was like, I was like, okay. That's when she was, like, really manic pixie dream girl mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. this girl's whole world revolves around. Yeah. This movie is, like, kind of sappy in a, a, like, romantic yeah. – normative way like it wants you to like think that you should be a couple super off. into guys that you just met she said something interesting earlier she was like you know my parents understand because they're romantics too i'm a romantic and i didn't want to introduce my family to a future stranger so like she's like wasted all these parts of her life she yeah. says um with guys that she just met because she thought they were the one or whatever and it just like what do you i mean that kind of like says something about our disposable dating lifestyle now and like mm-hmm how you think you love someone and then, like they're just someone you used to know like a couple of months later like yeah it's hit me so. in the gut you know yeah yeah um, but that did how she was just like i was just like does she not have any other dreams because then she I was know, like and girl, then i dabbled i was like girl your whole life is around a man and that's 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 why you're unhappy yeah. <laughs> i mean really she should have gone to england like not to ruin i anything know already, i know girl go see your family see <laughs> your family no i get it you crazy but okay but hey you know what she was in love she was in love i when you find that love man in movies i love that 
But she thought she found that love over and over and over again. But, but those dudes were assholes, and Steve Martin was not. He sent her on a plane to uh, the family. That was not Steve Martin. I mean, that sorry. not Father of the Bride. Yes, we know. Father of the Bride. Yes. I love Angel. Steve Martin, But too. Steve Carell but, would have been an asshole probably in two weeks. I don't we don't I know. Don't think we don't so. know why Olivia. We never got Olivia's oh. side of the story. We don't know why she left. Right? That is we, so no. Uh, not Olivia, but his wife. We never know why the wife left. He was probably kind of dull, kind of boring. But that like, was but that was before post. But the, in this apocalyptic world, all that ooh, didn't matter. Apocalyptic so. should be. Uh, a Lady Gaga album, <laughs> um, but like in that, like all that stuff didn't matter. So he was just being him, real his real self, and she was being her real self, and they their real selves loved each other. I thought it was beautiful. Yes, and I think they no, I think they, <laughs> I think they loved each other, but it was more like a friend love because like that crazy I love you, like crazy like. I guess whatever, yeah. like hyper love that kind of fades quickly, and that's probably what she was looking for in her other relationships. That like passion, it does fighting love, it doesn't that angry love all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you know what? I don't blame the wife. Go out, live your life. If you only have two weeks left, and if you're unhappy, yeah. But Penny was happy. That's the whole point. Penny was happy with him. Penny was happy. And that Pen- night. it sounds like yes. Penny's parents <laughs> fucked her up. So I would have stayed with Steve Carell, too. Um, Aren't we all fucked up? (laughs) I would have stayed with Steve Carell, too. (laughs) Um, Mom, um, I'm coming home to you. (laughs) um, Mama. So, oh, I just skipped to the end. But yeah, so basically, while Penny is asleep after they have this nice, lovely dinner with uh, Steve Carell's father, who's played by Martin Sheen, um... Not Steve Martin. Not Steve Martin. <laughs> um, he did not touch this project. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> we needed his touch. So you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, he, Dodge puts Penny onto Frank's plane, his father's plane, and uh, sends her off to be, like, be reunited with her family for the end of the world. And that's so sweet. I was crying. Were you not crying? I was crying. I, I wasn't crying. I, I, well, I wasn't like, crying. What happened? Because I thought that they had just kissed for the first time when they they go to the beach in between these two scenes. Well, see, I thought they just kissed for the first time. Stuff. I know. Sorry. And um, I was like, ew. And I was like, why are they kissing? I don't know. So I like looked it up, and like there's a 22 eight year age gap between them. Oh my god. Okay. Well, yes, that's Hollywood's fault. But I'm focusing that's on the story. A big age gap. Okay. I yes. know. I'm focusing on the story. And the story is very sweet. I'm sorry. I'm not knocking anything. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has its problems, but at the end, it's a really sweet movie. It, it is sweet. And it then, sweet. and then, um, so he goes back to his apartment in New York, in New York, with Sorry the dog. And sorry, oh, did you like that little sorry, British sorry. joke when um, the dad was like, "What's the dog's name?" And oh, sorry. was like, "Sorry," <laughs> and he was like, "What is it?" And she goes, "Sorry." Like it was so. It's like an English joke, no? Because they're yeah. always like, "Sorry." And well, no, because in England, when I would say "sorry" after they uh, after I didn't understand something, they'd be like, "You mean pardon?" And I'm like, "Oh, no, I meant sorry, sorry." Oh, so they say pardon. So maybe a dog's name should have been named pardon. Oh, how funny! Well, she didn't pardon. Make it, no. You're saying for that joke to work? Uh, it works. It works. It was um, funny. It was cute. Um, but so Penny comes back. She she made the dad turn around. Which where did he go? <laughs> I um, don't know. I wouldn't read. Yeah. How did that happen? I wouldn't do that. Because wouldn't he be, I'd be like? Mm, I'm wouldn't, gonna chill. 
I mean, we're already here. I mean, where did she stop them? Like Tibet? I mean, like yeah. where were they? Yeah. But um, I thought the I think the the ending I was like bawling because I think that's so sweet. Like they're basically he's just calming her down as you yes. like hear distracting stuff her going on. Yeah, he's distracting her and like they're talking yeah. about their childhood or her childhood Aww. and yeah. he tells her he loves her. Oh, I'm gonna cry thinking about it. It is. It's very moving. I mean, the last thing you want to see is a friendly face, right? Someone who loves you and cares about you. A warm bed, you know. Yeah, I'm crying right now. It's just Don't so do it. sweet. It's very sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, I think the movie's worth the last two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you could have had a hug from your mom. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm saying her parents fucked her up. Oh. You're yeah, you're yeah. You're focusing on your <laughs> oh, relationship. Not everyone has hi. that relationship with their parents. Sorry, you are <laughs> you all aren't blessed. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> what did you think about the maid? Oh, okay. So yeah, actually, I did write that down. Thank you for bringing that up. She was really problematic for me. Like and I'm I, like, why? I, that why really bothered me, and I also like thought it was kind of racist. Like yeah, uh, like why did she have to be? S- like, why did that have to make, why did that have to bring that woman joy, writers? Why did that job have to bring that woman joy? That is just so insulting. Fuck you. Yeah. I just need further explanation on what they were trying to accomplish. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was saying. What? Like, Cause she never let like that lady says, go be her with her family. Because, like, she speaks English, so she can explain why she comes. Like, I'm just coming to see you to check on you. She could have said that, but no, they don't let her say that. Yeah, no. Uh. And like, yeah, why did why did she have to have that naivete too? She can you can newsflash to rich people in Hollywood, you can be a person that cleans houses and be an intelligent person that knows what the fuck is going on in the world. Any motive and like care about yeah. his lonely ass. Because she like she knew he yeah, was lonely. Exactly. Was like she was- if you're yeah, make if and if that is the motive, make it more. Like make her actually mm-hmm. be that oh my gosh. The, this man's only per- caretaker. Like, yeah, give her more sorry credit her. and cre- like more merit there. So yeah, though, thank you for bringing that up. That was you're welcome, dear. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. I, so yeah, yeah, fifty five percent. I don't know why it got that. Like it had it made all the me cry. Cry tears are at least seventy five. <laughs> like the things that it had, it really should have. Like the formula is all there, you know. Like there's a, it's a rom com. There's a, it's funny. It was funny. Yeah. Um. There's like touching moments. I don't understand what. <clears throat> I thought the acting was really sport. well done they, for a, a somewhat a cheesy script. Yeah. Like you said. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Female director. Do what you do. Female and writer. She wrote it. Yeah. Female director, writer. Um, okay, cool. Any criticism? I guess we already, we covered that during. Yeah. Is that okay that we did that? Do you have any others? Yeah. yeah. I think that's how it should go. It yeah. Was, it was authentic. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm okay, to think. let me um, refill my wine glass before I start on my movie. Oh, yeah, and Amy Schumer was in it. That was the other person. That's my critique. My wine box. Amy Schumer. I read I somewhere like today that, that someone said she looks like a, that, she's, that she has like a cabbage patch face. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's, that's insult. Like, I would never insult her like that. That's me. <laughs> and she's just not. She tells one too many black jokes, in my opinion, and also she's one like, too many. <laughs> and also, like, no one cares about body. Like, we're we're trying to move away from caring about people's bodies. Like, I knew what you're trying to yeah. do, girl. But like, and it's not even about her body, but her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm doughy and happy, you know. Yeah, like 
Um, okay, so I guess we can start on mine. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to talk to you I'm, about this movie! Yay! I'm honestly I'm more excited I'm about Shannon's movie. Sorry, uh, the, the, I have bad allergies, and the weather it doesn't know what it's doing. Um, so my movie was The Girl with All the Gifts, um, a movie from the UK. It uh, came out in 2017. I actually saw this movie. I, I didn't read any, I didn't, like, I wasn't promoted this movie. I never, like, saw did you know it was in theaters? Did no. you ever see this movie? How did no, you I never. It? I didn't see promotions for anything. Um, so what I did, I I went to uh, Paris this this uh, summer, last summer, and my favorite thing to do while I'm traveling is to like go to movies because it's like air conditioning conditioned and cheap, <laughs> and it's like it's interesting to see how other people see movies, you know. Mm-hmm, I agree. So it was. Uh, one of the only movies playing in English in Paris. So I was like, hey, do I want to see Get Out for the sixth time or do I want to go and see <laughs> The Girl with All the Gifts? <laughs> so I went to go see The Girl with All the Gifts and um, I really enjoyed it. Like it's on the second watch, it's a little bit slow and like a lot of stuff happens, but um, I really, I still really enjoyed it. Um, it. It was a book. It's a book. Oh, I want to read um, it then. But the book and the script were written by the same person at, in tandem, so at the same time. Wow. So one didn't come before the other. Uh, so the director was Colm McCarthy, okay? And he, I looked up his, like, uh, his, his filmography, and he does a lot of TV. Like, it was stacked. He does, like, Pinty, Peaky Blinders, Doctor Who, Sherlock. He did a lot of episodes for those. And he also did the pilot and the Black Museum episode of Black Mirror. Did you no see that? No way. Are you wow. a Black Mirror fan? I haven't watched it yet. Or, I mean, I watched the first episode. So I've seen his episode then. So he did the first and the last it's, episode. It's, yeah, it's the first episode, is, to, the first episode is hard to watch. Yeah, it's, but yeah. I, my favorite is probably uh, Hang the DJ, the one about Tinder. Oh, okay. I should watch. I, sh- I want to watch it again because everybody raves, but it scared me. I it's also so like real. the lesbian episode. Hmm? I also like the lesbian episode, um, Juni- San Junipero. That's a good one. I think that one, like, won awards. Oh, nice. Go ahead. Awesome. Um, okay, so the writer of the book and the movie is M.R. Carey. So the budget was $5 million and the box office was only $2.3 million. I don't know if that's uh, U.S., U.K., or worldwide i don't know how that works but so they didn't even turn their profit and i again i haven't heard anything about this movie i haven't seen me fucking either people talking about it i don't know what the deal is but it was really enjoyable on rotten tomatoes it got 84 percent. so what's going on world it's because I, I, they're not going to promote a movie like that it's too real and too like socially aware and like progressive even yeah. and it's amazing but of course they're not going to promote it i hate our country yeah Anyway, the crazy thing about it, so it's it's set it's set in London, but um, they filmed parts of it like where Chernobyl has attacked in the Ukraine. Whoa! Like where the yeah, isn't that crazy? Ah. Um, okay, it's star it's starring Gemma Archerton. Um, she's amazing. She, she was really great. She's the teacher in the movie, and she is from oh, uh, she had a. She's seen. She's been in a lot of stuff, but the only thing I recognized was the voices. Have you seen the voices? Um, no. Slash, I didn't know when you said starring. I thought you were talking about the little girl. The little girl. Okay, amazing. Um, but yeah, the the, she was great teacher. Teacher was great too. Sinia Nanua is the is the little girl. Oh my god, she was so so talented. Holy shit! And I couldn't click her name, so I don't know if she's been in other things. But she was thirteen in that movie. Oh my god! And of course, Glenn Close and some men, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, 
<laughs> on to the movie. So the movie starts off. Well, my my uh, my synopsis was was really just a renaming of the title, and I put if holes had zombies because it reminds me of that. It's like kids yes. are locked up. Yes, and they're. they're I said zombies. I said Stranger Things and zombies. Okay, Stranger Things, but like like orange is new black. Too. Or wait. What did I say? I don't know. I can't remember. Damn it. But, okay, go ahead. Okay, so, Simeon Inua is, of course, she's Melanie, the title character. Um, really cute black girl. She's, thir- the actress is 13. Um, so I guess they're, what, like, 6th graders, 7th graders? And she's got short hair, short cropped hair, and she's in a jail cell. Um, she wakes... Well, does she sleep? Because we don't know. She's not, she, I don't know if she wakes up, but she's awake. She's counting. And um, noise starts coming up. She has to, like, get into a wheelchair. And uh, can you hear me? Yeah, what's Soldiers going on? come in, and they are. What happened? What's going on? Uh-oh. I can't hear you anymore. Can you hear me? Shannon? Wait, mine is clicking. Oh, there's my All right. Okay, sorry about that. We had a little um, Skype fiasco, but we're back now. Um, so, Melanie wakes up in a jail cell. A, a jail cell. <laughs> is that what you would call it, yeah. right? It looks like a cell. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, there's a lot of commotion in the hallway, and she has to, like, get into this wheelchair. Um, and then two... Uh, Two soldiers come in. She knows them by name, and she like she greets them, uh, but they are pointing a gun at her, and it's very jarring. Like we don't understand why she's uh, why they're treating her like this. She's just a kid. She's really cute. She's being polite. We don't really understand. But um, they strap her into the uh, wheelchair and they escort her out into the hallway. And we see that there are other kids that are also being escorted um, by soldiers, and they are in wheelchairs and they can't move. So we don't we don't yet know why it's like this. Um, and she goes to school. That's what it looks like. She's yeah. in a classroom with the other kids. They're in a wheel. They're all in wheelchairs. And Miss Justino, she is. Uh, that's Jimma Jimma Archer Archerton's <laughs> character. It's Jimma, right? G- yeah, that's how I would say it. Gemma. It's definitely not Gemma. Yeah, Gemma sounds weird. Sorry if it's Gemma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gemma's a beautiful You should name, maybe consider saying it Gemma if, if it pronouncing it Yeah, Gemma, I'm pretty sure it's Gemma. So Miss Justino, and her name's Helen, but let's go with Miss Justino. Okay, Miss Justino. She's wearing a Kim Possible outfit. I did write that down. Kim Possible mm-hmm. outfit as her, like, end-of-the-world attire. It's like a, a sweater and, like, cool cargo pants with, like, um, a collared shirt sticking out. So, like, what would be your apocalypse outfit do you know um a black hoodie black pants and black cargo boots like a burglar yeah yes i would I do like i want like a crop top <laughs> a crop and top cargo pants. i do want a crop just for funsies and like it's always like really hot but then your there, skin is seems. exposed to like fun stuff or bugs Oh, true. I hate bugs. Yeah. But it's like England. It's England. There oh, are no that's bugs. True. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But cargo pants, you can like put a lot of stuff in your pockets. That's true. And like hips are making a comeback, so it's good. You know. Um, she she's in her Kim Possible outfit, and um, she, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, this reminds me a lot of The Walking Dead, and I was gonna make a point like why 
are people in zombie movies? Why do the girls always have like freshly shaved legs and armpits? <laughs> I amen. That's also that. That's a really good point. It's like they haven't showered in forever. How are they doing that? I know. Or or when you can tell like an actress is not a natural hair color. It's like she is not getting her Aww. roots done right now. <laughs> <laughs> that bothered me on like The Walking Dead, I think. Like, okay. The blonde lady. I was like, she is not getting her roots done. She got to get her touch up. Yeah. Even in the after. And in the apocalypse. <laughs> no, but I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, so Dr. Caldwell is Glenn Close. Should I sing my Glenn Close song? Of course you should sing your Glenn Close song. So, <laughs> so you know that song by by Next, which is like too close. Remind me how it goes again. It's like baby, we we're grinding. Oh yeah, I get so excited. It's like you know, like a um, we're both dancing, like a like a seventh grade prom song. Oh, prom song, guy. <laughs> dance prom song, 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 song. Oh, so okay. <laughs> oh. I liked that. I like where you go get that. <laughs> so my song is, Ooh, Glenn, you're standing kind of close. Feel I'm coming through. That song is a boner jam. It's like the original boner jam. Because he's like, Girl, I know you felt it. Ooh, I know you can't help it. <laughs> he's like talking about You about taught me it was about boners. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Glenn Close is a doctor, Dr. Caldwell. She speaks to Melanie in riddles. So this leads me to believe that Melanie is very intelligent, right? Yes. Um, I don't think that – it doesn't really seem like the soldiers or the teachers or Dr. Caldwell have a relationship with any of the other kids, but, you know, she's our protagonist, so they treat her differently. Uh, Glenn Close – Sorry, <laughs> Dr. Caldwell asked Melanie to to say a number between one and twenty. I guess something like that, and Melanie says thirteen. And the next morning, she realizes that the kid that was in cell number thirteen is gone. He's not going to to um, class with the rest of them. So <clears throat> when she gets to class, uh, Miss Justino like pulls out these boards for them to write on. She like frees their hands or whatever, mm-hmm. and they like. They they love stories, so they're like writing. They're all writing stories, um, and Melanie reads her story out loud, and it's like really heartbreaking. It's like about how she wants to save a woman from a monster, and it, it touches Miss Justino, and she likes the teacher starts crying and goes over and like strokes her strokes Melanie's head, mm-hmm. and Sergeant Park sees this. He comes in, and then we really learn why the kids are locked up the way why they're locked up like this so he um puts his arm in front of one of the kids and he rubs uh he like spits on his arm and like rubs off a layer of i guess this gel that they've been putting on their arms to block their human scent so he he puts it in front of one of the kids and he's like this is why you don't touch them on on the head this way you don't get close to them um and the the kid his like jaw like starts opening and contorting and he you, we see that, oh, these kids are zombies, right? Uh, these kids eat flesh. They eat humans. So, um, so scary, scary, scary. Um, and then like all of the, all of the kids start doing it. Like, oh my God, the whole room start doing it. It was really scary. Yeah. So those kids are good actors. They were (laughs) good. They were really scary. They were very scary. Um, so then Melanie, when she's going, when she's being wheeled back to her room, she like, 
Oh, oh, dog. Oh. Sorry, dog. Let me, <laughs> let, me let me uh close the door. <laughs> Keep talking, Shan. So Melanie takes this time to read Sarge Parks down. She's like, if I had a box of all the evils in the world, I'd stick you inside and I'd close the lid, which is so frightening. And she also tells him, Miss Justino likes me best. She touched me. She'd never touch you. And so Sergeant Parks is like, oh, word. And he leaves her, he leaves her locked in her little wheelchair throughout the night or whatever. He doesn't release her. Like, it's and so mean. <laughs> it was really mean. But Miss Justino, later on that night, she, like, sneaks over, which is kind of weird. She sneaks over, like, in the middle of the night. She's like, why are you in your wheelchair? And she, like, she comes in and she unlocks her frees her from the wheelchair. And um, Melanie is like, you need to get out of this room because her scent was starting to make Melanie hungry. I guess she was going to eat her or whatever. So um, Ms. Justino gets out just in time. And the next day, Dr. Caldwell is like, Melanie, I want a number between 1 and 20, something like that, again. And so Melanie's like, 4. You know, so she's, like, super brave and, like, already, like, um, I don't know, self-sacrificing. Yeah. And she just doesn't want to put anyone else in. She doesn't even know why number 13 is gone, but she just doesn't want anyone else to to be missing. Um, And so the next morning after that, uh, Melanie is doesn't go with the rest of the kids. She's picked up by Sergeant Parks, right? Sergeant Parks. And he takes her out of the, this, uh out of the cell and we see that that's not a because i kind of thought it was like an underground place but we see that it's more than that it's like there's an above ground and it's like an actual military base and they have to walk outside to go to these other different buildings and things like that so that he wills her to dr caldwell's uh lab i guess and dr caldwell says she's making or we see that um number 13 his brain is in a jar um and Dr. Caldwell explains that she's making a vaccine out of the children. She's using them to make this vaccine that will, um, I guess, save the human race from these zombies. Um, I think change them back is what it will do. Um, so just as Melanie is strapped to the chair, uh, doc, uh, uh, Ms. Justino breaks in. And she has, like, she protects, she really, like, fiercely has a need to protect Melanie. So she fights, uh, Dr. <laughs> she fights Dr. She fights Glenn Close a lot in this movie, but she, she fights does. Dr. I Caldwell. love it. I love it. Glenn Close deserves and it. <laughs> Dr. Caldwell pepper sprays her, and two soldiers come in, and, uh, Dr. Caldwell is basically like, take her away, get Miss Justino out of here. And the soldiers are like, blah, 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 but the fence, the fence. And so when she was coming in, we realized there's a fence around this base and they are fighting off adult zombies. Lots of them. Adult zombies. And they're not like the kids because they can't turn off that, that animalistic side. We said they're just, uh, they're flesh just hungry. Yeah. Yeah. They're just <laughs> zombies. Yeah. And so an alarm goes off. An alarm goes off. And this is like the first of like three scary scenes in the, the whole movie. Um, yeah. 
it's like, okay, the alarm is going off, and the nurse in the room is, like, talking to Dr. Caldwell, blah, 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 with her back turned to this giant window. And we see this zombie booking it, like, running so fast. And um, he runs, 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 and he, like, breaks the uh, window, and he, like, starts biting the nurse or whatever. And then, and the, I think the gate comes down and it like crushes him or whatever. And then she turns into a a zombie and Dr. Caldwell runs off and hides. And Melanie is like strapped to this table, but the the zombie doesn't mess with her. So, um, she, Melanie like breaks free and she like runs out and she sees that Miss Justino like needs help. Um, and so she eats two soldiers to get to her. And like whenever she like eats people, she gets like a, a blood bib that just like goes down her shirt. Um... And then they, they, um, there's one van that's leaving. They all end up in this van. So it's Melanie, Sergeant Parks, Dr. Caldwell, Miss Justino, um, Private Dylan, and Private Gallagher. And, um, these zombies are so fast. They run so fast. Uh, <laughs> which I'm like, <laughs> the repetition. The zom- Sorry, that was funny. <laughs> they're, they're, they're so, so fast. <laughs> the zombies. They're so like, scary. The zombie diet program, or no, the zombie exercise program would be so fierce. Yes. So they go off. And of course. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Of course, they're like, how could you bring a zombie with us? Um, And Miss Justin, of course, is protecting her the whole time. Uh, Dr. Caldwell wants to put her in the wheel well. And uh, Miss Justin is like, oh, hell no. And she she slaps her for the second time. For the second time or the first time? I don't know. But she put hands on on Dr. Caldwell. I think it was the second time. Okay. Yeah. Um, She got her good. And they do that thing that always happens in in zombie movies where, like, they they shoot on accident. And then, of course... Other zombies are coming because you they just made this the loud sound. sound. Yeah. So uh, one of the soldiers gets bitten. Was he a cute one? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, yeah. The other one probably was both cuter, cute. But yeah. But, yeah. But they were both the less them. cute one gets bitten. And Sergeant Parks, like, waits for him to turn, and then he shoots him. It was, like, really cold-blooded. Um, so Sergeant Parks, a.k.a. G.I. Joe, um, <laughs> Shoots him, yeah. So the, a bullet hit the car, and so of course they it hit like a special part of the car where now the car doesn't work anymore. The the not a car, what would you, a tank, the tank. Yeah. So how would one bullet ruin a tank? Um, good question. Anyways, so the tank it's... is broken. Forget the tank. Um, it's broken. So they walk, they walk, they walk. They get to a town. And they have to walk through a bunch of hungries. That's what they call them, hungries. Um, and we learn that the hungries are pretty stationary when they're not chasing anybody. They're, like, super st- – I guess they're, like, conserving all their energy. Like, they're, so like, they're like, like, bats. They're, like, bats yeah. or something. They kind of, like, sleep stand yeah. almost. They're, like, swaying. Mm-hmm. But um, they only, they'll only attack you if they smell you or hear you. So they have, like, uh, this sanitizer stuff that they put on them that, like, blocks their human scent. And so they just walk really slowly. They don't look anyone in the eye and just kind of, like, blend in. Like, there's they're hungry zombies, too. Um, and they have, like, clay faces, like, because they're, like, made of... The, it's like a fungus virus that's... That's made them into zombies. I don't know. So Glenn Close gets too close to a woman 
uh, with a stroller. And she's, like, curious about the stroller. Not a woman, a, a zombie, I guess. And she's like, I've never seen them be maternal. So she's like, I've got to study this. And she, like, bumps the stroller with her foot. And it looks like a baby. We see, like, baby legs underneath a blanket. And then she opens it, and it says it's a it's a rat eating a baby. Oof. And I would say that's the, the second scary yeah. moment in this. Yeah. So... She gets, like, startled, and she, like, screams, ah, and then they, like, they have to, like, start shooting zombies to get away because they start attacking her because she screamed. Um, is this where she hurts her arm? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how how I spaced out and missed that. Me too. I missed it up, too. But I missed at one it, and point, then for a second, I thought she was faking it because I missed it. I was like, ooh, did uh, she do that to herself to, like, trick them? I don't know. At one point, she's fine, and then... She has a sling. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. So they find a, a safe place, a hospital to stay in. Dr. Caldwell has a talk with Melanie, and she's like, uh, basically she explains that uh, this fungus is, it's, it's, a, it's affected Melanie. Uh, like, the kids like Melanie are like a second generation of this zombie emergence. So they were, their mothers were zombies, and that passed on to, to the embryo, and the embryo became infected too, and they had to eat their way out of their mothers, which is horrifying. <sighs> but um, the, Melanie and the other kids are different because they can mimic human behaviors. That's what... Uh, Glenn Close calls it Hillary. Would you call her Hillary Clinton? Yes, that's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> um, so wait, I feel like I need to explain that real quick. I because go on, like go on. like yeah, Glenn Close's character. I felt like it was the like perfect like movie character archetype for Hillary Clinton because she was like brilliant and like badass and like this really smart lady. But at the end of the day, she's like she's willing to sacrifice children. To, you know, to yeah. do whatever the, she needs to get done. It's done. This movie is definitely one big allegory for uh, Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, the thing about Melanie and these these other kids is that, well, the thing about Melanie, I can't speak for these other kids, but they're, like, sentient, and we can tell that she's protective, and she feels things, and she wants things, and... She's not like these other. She's not like these other zombies. Not to be weird, you're not like other girls. You're not like other zombies. <laughs> she, she's different. She, you know. Um, and so we're like wondering: oh, is it a, is it is she a mind or is she you know just this flesh hungry monster? Um, do do do. So then they the next day they wake up and they realize that they're surrounded by the zombies and they they can't escape. So they send Melanie out to distract them and. Melanie like gets a new outfit. It's really cute, and she gets like these these shoes with a velcro that she's obsessed with. And so she goes out and she eats a cat, which makes me sad. And it's also and she, gross. Yeah, her blood just like exploring all these other houses, but she doesn't eat people. Which is like well, good? wait, no, she ate those soldiers. She ate the two soldiers, yes, but to protect Miss Justino. True, she, she didn't like bad eat about them, it. Eat them. She, she just felt really them. bad about it. Yeah. She was like, "I did something bad," and then Miss yeah. Justino was like, "You did something good, girl. You did something good." 
So she catches she a dog. <laughs> which is sad. Wait, oh, and then the dog, yeah, she, yeah. this part. She uses a dog as bait. But the dog, we never see the dog get eaten, so maybe he got away. But all the zombies chase after the dog. Um, and then they're like, oh, thank you so much for saving us. So they, like, handcuff her still and put a muzzle on her. And then they, they walk. They're walking to wherever their next destination is. Destination is. And um, they're walking past all these cars, but they don't try to use them. You know, cool. And... So she, they, they start sending her out on, like, little missions. So she, they send her on a mission to find the safest route. And she's, like, playing. She gets, like, a walkie-talkie. And she's super excited about it. Um, and then we, uh, Dr. Caldwell explains that uh, the, like, the next form of uh, this in, invasion of these, these mushrooms <laughs> is that when the zombies, like, fall to get they like start combining the zombies fall into one big heap that starts like growing into this big tree that has like pods growing off of it and so once these pods uh this movie sounds so trippy when you're not watching this is ridiculous (laughs) once these like pods uh get uh once they touch like fire they'll, they'll be released and that that'll that'll kill humans. So you know, all, I guess it's like all this zombie stuff that takes so much time. So now let's just go airborne, you know? Yeah. So they're like, "Don't put fire next to this tree." Wink, wink to the camera, you know. So <laughs> they find like this, uh, uh kind of like a little a base, but it's like a mobile base, a mobile lab, I guess, that um, is abandoned, but it's still functional. And so they go in and has an airlock and everything, but and it's like safe. Um, but there's no food, you know, that the, the, it won't drive. Um, it has a radio, but it's like kind of fuzzy. And so, you know, they're hungry. So, uh, Sar- Sergeant, no, Private Gallagher, the cute one left, goes yeah. out to like, uh, no. he volunteers to go out and get food. Um, and Melanie's, she's like, I'm hungry too. So she goes off, but they go in different directions. And Melanie sees a group of wild children, like lost boy, Peter Pan, wild children. That's a Dr. Caldwell walks into the other guys, the, the, um, Miss Justin Owens, Sergeant Parks. And she's like, I'm dying from an infection. <laughs> like, so and her arm. That's the part that we were like, where'd you get that cut? <laughs> I was like, oh, so you got hurt. You got hurt. But she's like, I'm dying from an infection. Like, oh, okay, that was a sprain, but no infection. <laughs> so she's like really pushing for this vaccine, <clears throat> which we know she needs Melanie to make. So Melanie's out there. Oh, no, Melanie comes back. Sorry, <laughs> she and she's like, she's like, they these wild kids can smell uh, Private Gallagher. They can smell his scent. They need to. We need to go and save him. Um, and they're like, what do you mean they can smell him? He has on gel. And then, uh, he has on the blocker gel. And then Melanie's like, but the blocker gel has its own smell. So Ugh. you, it smells bad, Ugh. but, but if they you know recognize it, is, it. Yeah. you still want to eat it. And then they're like, what do you mean they know what it is? And then Dr. Caldwell's, don't you know, she's like, don't you know? What's she saying? Blah, blah, blah. So dun, then it's like, then you realize, you know, this, the place that they're in, this lab that's abandoned, is abandoned because those wild kids ate their, ate their, uh, their teachers, teachers, teachers doctors, sar- uh, our soldiers, they ate them. They ate the team that was there. And they're like, <laughs> these kids are like, um, okay. What was Eliza Thornberry's little brother? 
Oh, oh. Donnie? Oh, yeah. You're like Donnie. <laughs> Don- You're oh like my Bam God. Bam. Oh, my God. <laughs> but actual Donnie. cannibals. Ooh, my my uh, my apocalypse outfit is going to be Debbie Thornberry. All that. So I was Debbie Thornberry for Halloween last year. I have seen the pictures. I posted one. It's not that good. I didn't like get a wig. <laughs> I should have got okay, a wig. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael was Todd. So who's Todd? Very random from BoJack. Random cartoon characters. We were just lazy. Anyway, he, continue. He was Aaron Paul? Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, so, okay. so we pan back to uh, Private Gallagher. And he's like, um, they're like obviously setting a, a, a trap for him. Because he's like walking, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, a can of food. Oh, another can. And he's like picking them up. And he's like, uh, oh, a store. Honestly, so, like, Shannon, don't you think you would be like, maybe this is bad? I feel like, I, like I was trying to put myself in the real, real, like his shoes, and I feel like after the third item, I would be like, this seems fishy. <laughs> well, well, I, think, I'm gonna walk this way now. He didn't. He wasn't thinking that there was this second generation of zombies, right? Because the first generation of zombie wouldn't trick you. They I would know, just attack but you. still, like a trail of food. I would just be so weirded out i don't know well yeah so he like goes up and it's like the gate is all the way down except for like a little tiny crawl space and he does not try to lift it up at all and like i'm just you know he just squeezes under there and dumb. um dumb 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 and he's cute but he's stupid he's cute <laughs> but he's stupid and so he's just like in there forever he takes a really long time in there he like we like see him like reading porn. He's like, "Oh, I finally got some privacy. Let me look at this." And so he's like looking at boobs, I guess. And then like a, one of the kids like comes out and they like hold a rat at him, which I don't understand the thought process here. They're like, "You want a rat?" <laughs> and then he looks at it, and the kid like starts like luring him to this, uh, luring him out of uh, the aisle he's in, like into an opening. And he's like so British. He's like. No, thank you. I've already had my. I've already had my dinner. Thank you. He should have said tea. I've already had my tea. Thank you. I don't want any. Um, but he follows them anyway, and like they they stab him, which is weird. Why do they stab him? I don't know. Maybe it's like a survival tactic they learned. Like they have to do that to slow down their prey. Maybe they're not as strong or as fast as real zombies. But there's like twenty of them. <laughs> Why they stab him? Did they keep him still? Did they stab him to the floor? They stabbed him. They knifed him. And so he falls. He falls down, of course. And then he's like, "I've got um, a grenade. I'm gonna blow this grenade if you don't get off of me." Basically, but he waits so long to throw it. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't throw I mean, it right away. He doesn't Instinct. have to throw it. Just pull the thingy out, right? Yeah, just pull the thingy out and throw it. But he'd rather they rip him to bits. So they, like, eat him. <laughs> In his face just now. They eat him, like, belly first. I hate that. That's the third scary part of this movie. They eat him belly first. And he just, like, screams, holding the grenade together. <laughs> and so, anyways, so Melanie, uh, Sergeant Parks, and uh, Miss Justino go off to go find Do- uh, Private Gallagher. 
and uh, they get to the uh, the store that he's in, and they lift the thing, the gate up <laughs> a little bit, but further. They lift it up, yeah. and they go in. And they're, like, they're looking around. They find him. They're, like, oh, my gosh. They led him here. Just, like, they trapped. It was a trap. They led him here and here. Blah, blah, blah. And then Melanie's, like, this is a trap. And then we were, like, oh, shit. So they leave the gate. I mean, they leave the uh, store. And they go out. And they're surrounded by these badass little children. Ah! And. (laughs) and, That's what I do. um, (laughs) Melanie's, like, I got this. So she goes out. And she, luckily, all the kids don't jump her. It's, like, her versus the leader. And she's, like, screaming, like, this this primal, like, grunt. So she's, like, more animal at this point. And um, they fight, and she kills this dude with a bat. She killed him with a bat. Which was totally unexpected. I thought it was going to be, like, she brings peace between the humans and <laughs> the little zombie children. But, no, she beats another child's head with a baseball bat. Yeah, and it like it's but you gotta show your dominance. You gotta you know you gotta be like I run this shit. Her moral I compass, I understand, has a large gray area. Her moral compass. Well, her moral compass is different, right? She's trying to protect Miss J for anything. She's anything trying to Ms. protect J. life. Yeah. A true ride or die, yeah. Miss J. Miss yeah. um, J in blah, her own blah, blah. life. Like that's what that's what's really like great about. Oh, I'll, I'll let you keep going, and then we can talk about that because you haven't yeah. said it yet. So. So then she, like, the other kids are, like, shocked. They're like, okay, we're not going to mess with you. And then she's like, these are my humans. You can't have them. And she, she my says, like, the great, humans. She said the greatest thing. Let me see. Do I write it down? I was like, okay. She's like, they're mine. You can't have them. If you try, well, you just better not. And it's like, <laughs> it says everything without saying anything. Like, <laughs> your imagination is the scary part. You're like, what will she do? Oh. So then. <laughs> Sorry. They go back to the the to their base or whatever, and the doors are open. So they've been closed because there's an airlock. Because we know the pods, the the next the next way for the pods to come is to um, release spores into the air. I don't know, but the doors are open, spores. and of course zombies could walk in. So that's why the doors are closed. And then the, so they're like, "Why are the doors open?" And they walk in, and Doctor Caldwell has on this full suit. Hillary Clinton. Um, this full like Sneaky air. Bitch. Sorry. This suit with like a filter so she can breathe, right? And she like releases this gas that knocks out everybody. It knocks out uh, Miss Justino, Sergeant Parks, and Melanie. And then she like picks up Melanie, puts her on, and she, like, it hurts her because her arm is weak because of some some deleted scene we didn't see. <laughs> so she like ends up puts, she puts Melanie on the. Uh, on the I have no brain today. Like the, the operating table? You poor thing. Thank you. On the operating table, and she's going to um, operate on her to, to make this vaccine to save her own life or to save humanity. Who knows? Uh, and then Melanie wakes up. She's like, surprise, I don't need to breathe as often as you do. <laughs> I just passed out because everybody else was doing it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why did you pass out? I don't it's know. Brittany, bitch. But she doesn't need to breathe. So she's up. She doesn't. That gas means nothing in her now. And, um. <laughs> Dr. Caldwell is like, you know, you got to do this. You got to sacrifice yourself to save Miss Justineau. This vaccine will save Miss Justineau, blah, blah, blah. I hate it. I hate it. You're trying to manipulate a child. Yeah, it's manipulation. So Melanie is like, but um, aren't we alive? Like, are we alive? Um, And then 
she's like, she she basically wants her to tell her, you know, you've been doing all this research. Am I a real human or, or am, I am I dead? A monster? Yeah. You know, am I the undead? Um, and Dr. Caldwell's like, yes, I think you're alive. And like, we don't know if that was because, she, you know, she just wanted Melanie to go to like manipulate Melanie or if she really believes it. But I feel like Melanie is sentient and yeah. has a soul and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so Melanie's like, we're alive. Then why should it be us that dies for you? And then she like velcros her. Sh- she was going to take off her shoe. She unvelcroed it. She velcros it back and she like runs off. And then like uh, Dr. It. Caldwell follows her and all the wild kids eat Dr. Caldwell. It's like gross. And then Melanie like sets fire to the big mushroom zombie tree and releases all the seeds. And so she like did that for zombie culture. She saved them. Um, but Sergeant Parks comes out and he was supposed to be in that airlocked place and so now just like a man now he's like Don't the seeds in the air what you, t- you told him to <laughs> the seeds in the air have turned him into a zombie of course and melanie has to shoot him and it's sad and then <coughs> and it's sad, and it's sad. Moved. <laughs> um and then uh miss justino is trapped in the airlock and has to be a teacher for <laughs> Zombie kids. Zombie so the kids. next, the, the last scene is uh, Melanie, um, and she has like all of these zombie kids, and she's like uh, bullying them into sitting still. And Miss Justino is teaching a lesson from inside the the pod, which she's she's a prisoner, kind of. Yeah, she's a it's prisoner. Like, it's sweet, like, safe, but she's I would safe. be terrified that they would just break in somehow. Yeah. Or they're smarter. Get me, yeah. They're smarter than the the first generation of zombies. And like, what happens when she's old and needs help and stuff? Or when there's no food in the like the mile radius or whatever. Yeah. Look at us ruining this movie. I would say this movie ended happily. Like, how would you compare this movie to um, to your movie? Um. Well, gosh, it's definitely a lot more of a heavy hitter, way more intense. Mine's more like a, a, it's a romantic movie. Um, yeah. And your movie has the sad ending and mine has the happy ending. Yeah. But they start off. Well, but yours is the end of the, the world, too. Yours is the end of the human world. But the beginning of the, zo- of the mushroom world. The mushroom the zombie world. <laughs> the fungus world. I'm down with Mundra. I'm lo- fun guy. Fun guys. Yes. Because <laughs> we're fun guys. We're down with Fun guy people. Fun girls, um, yeah. Um, gosh, what did I? Mm, how do we? You go first. I I guess we could say movies that we were going to choose but uh, didn't make the cut. Um, yeah. so I said any Cloverfield movie. Yes, I liked. I liked Which the first. Did you like the two. best? I I like the middle one the best. The one uh, with John Goodman. Yeah, with uh, Fred Flintstone. Yes, yeah, my favorite. With Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Because yeah. that movie is half uh, oh creepy, creepy thriller, which is also one of my favorite types of movies, creepy thriller. Yes, and then half... Oh, zombie. Or not zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, half alien stuff. Yeah, crazy, dope. crazy. Dope, dope, dope. Um, Shaun of the ones? Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Another very British zombie... Zombie movies, all zombie movies are the are end of the world, right? Oh, you know what? Um, I'm, I wanted to say this little... 
sidebar factoid, like zombie folklore um, actually has like racist roots. Isn't that interesting? Crazy. Like, tell me. It has something to do with like voodoo and like the undead and like, I'm pretty sure, and like cannibalism is how the. But of course, it's like greatly distanced itself since then, but I don't know. I think it's important for us to acknowledge those fucked up parts of our. So that zombies are are non-white people? In these stories, yeah, it's like a folklore story, yeah. Okay. <sighs> I, I mean, I guess, I mean, when you compare that to the girl with all the gifts, it's like, when Melanie's like, are we human, you know? Why should we do this yeah, for you? If, if exactly. You know, like, the exactly. humanity aspect of it, like, blows my mind. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> it's too oh, much. my God. It's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. And don't you think that's why no one talked about... No one talked about this movie. I hadn't heard about this movie. How do you... I don't know if it's the publicity wasn't there. I, or, I think it's because it's way too progressive and, like, awesome. They're not going to talk it, about that in yeah. stupid America. I love... I don't even... I, had, I don't know if it was released... I mean, it had to be released, I, did, I didn't. I even maybe when you sent it theaters. to me, I was like, "What the fuck, Glenn Close?" <laughs> Glenn, ooh, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn was evil, but Glenn was really good in this movie. Kind of All the acting was so good. That little girl. Uh, oh my god, she was amazing. When does Glenn do a bad scene ever? Is she? I know, right? No, okay, she doesn't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, god, I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry. I lost it. It's gone. Oh, it's gone. No. That thought is gone. Okay, well, cool. Um, I was also going to do The Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen that one? Oh, my God. That is an end of the world movie, isn't it? Joss Whedon loves an apocalypse. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because Buffy, the world ends like every episode. Does it really? The world is ending. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in at least like four seasons, the world's gonna end. Like, oh. <laughs> that's like the main point. I have to save the world again. Save the world again. Oh, that's what you mean. She's got to save. Yeah, I see. I see. <laughs> um. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. I really respect this movie for having a a young black protagonist, and we get to see her play. Um, Someone who's, she's really scary, but she has depth and she has meaning. And I just, the complexity of her character is there. And I just want to see more black people in horror movies, but not with the stereotypes attached to them and just breaking boundaries and more people of color uh, doing these things. Because, I mean, diversity-wise, this movie was better than most, but it it could still go further. I mean, like, I think she was the only black child. Yeah. She was the only black child. And I don't know the races of the other children, but they looked largely white. And I, I feel like she was even the only girl in, in all, out of all the kids. And they killed but off the two black men. <laughs> they did. So, yeah. They killed off several black people. Yeah. But there weren't a lot of white soldiers. Not with names, anyway. No, yeah. But, so, but the, I mean, doctor, the doctors and that, yeah. the guard that lived or whatever you I saw. I saw one Asian... Uh, Soldier, and I mean, there. London is a melting pot of races, so they, yeah, it <laughs> there is. should be definitely more representation than just black and white. Yeah. And it was better Asian. than the United States, though. <laughs> in that respect, yes, they tried better than that. Yeah, but yeah, no, um, it was also like just so cool. Yeah, like yeah, I agree to see the the little girl in that role, and I hope it was 
we kind of talked about this earlier, Shannon, um, just you and I. Um, but I kind of hope it was like the role, like like they they wrote the script and like made this character description and then cast this girl just because she was amazing. I hope it went that way. That would yeah, be just because we'll that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah maybe we should read the book. But, I mean, the book was written at oh, the same yeah, time, book, so they book. could have easily changed it. I want to read yeah, the book. Or adapted it, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, so we did our honor- honorable mention. So um, now you can vote for your, your favorite movie on social media. So what we're going to try to do is say, are you an Anne or a Shan? Is that what we're doing, right? Yeah, like, like do, yeah. Like, did, so you can, like, which vote movie which did way you, you're like, feeling. Which movie was, yeah, which movie were you feeling, too? Were you feeling what, more, What like, feeling are you this week yeah. at Anne? So Anne Are you going to cry, like, me all the time? <laughs> or are you going to, like, pick something super badass, like Shannon? Like, what's yes. more your vibe? <laughs> so Annie this week, of course, did um, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, and me, Shannon, I did The Girl with All the Gifts. So we will put that on social media. Uh, which social media has let you do polls? I guess that's Twitter. I guess all of them, right? Twitter, Facebook, Yeah, Tumblr. and Insta Story, we can just... Instagram, do. of course. Yeah. So you can be an Anne or a Shan. Okay, so for next week, we are giving you a little heads up for what movies we're doing so that you can watch it. Because, of course, we uh, are not spoiler-free. We are spoiler-full, right? <laughs> um, so next week's category, super excited, movies with an epic dance battle. And so Annie has chosen West Side Story, which yes. I've never seen, so I'm excited. And I chose House Party. Have you seen that? Which I have never seen. No, I'm excited. Right? Yeah. So House Party is a hood classic. It's Kid and Play. Do you know Kid and Play? See, I did not. I d- no, I don't. Okay, so Kid and Play. <laughs> I think I, I told you they were in, uh, well, Kid with the, with the big eraser haircut. He's in um, Sister Sister later on when Tia works at the... Uh, like a cafe or whatever. He's her boss. Oh, yes, um, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so um, we're going to watch that. So West Side Story versus House Party. West Side Story is on HBO Go. House Party is available on Amazon, but you have to pay for it. Um, if you want to watch our movies from this week, uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World was on Netflix, right? Netflix, yeah. And The Girl with All the Gifts was on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. For free, right? uh, Yeah, yes, for yeah. free. Okay, you can follow us on our social media at the... We have the same username for everywhere. Um, you can email us to uh, Gmail. So the the username is Girls Interrupted, but it's G-R-L-S-I-N-T-E-R-R-P-T-D. You forgot the U. There's... <laughs> uh, I spelled it wrong. That's right. Okay, here we go. Forget what I just said. G-R-L-S-I-N-T-E-R-R-U-P-T-D. So that's girls with no I. And that's interrupted with no second E. The reason for this is that Twitter would not let me spell the full word. And I wanted it to be the same across all platforms. Um... That's all I have to say. That's so, all I have to say. <laughs> thank you for listening to this yep. week. Thanks for listening. Um, and welcome to the new week. listeners. And happy birthday, Annie. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. So thank I sent her so a package. Much. And um, do you want to open it on this week's episode or next week's episode? Um, I'll, I'll, we'll, open it, I'll open it on next week. Okay. So next week. 
Um, she will be opening the package I sent her for her birthday, so uh, come back to hear that. All right. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next time with a new pair of movies. In the meantime, please follow, rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. Let us know how you felt about the movies. See you next time.